Hello, everybody, and thank you again for joining us for another episode of Worthy Wellness Podcast. Today on our podcast, we have Dr. Mary Tobin from Tobin Holistic Medicine. Hello, I'm super excited for today. This will be a fun, fun conversation. I'm really excited as we're kicking off August, and August, as we all know, is National Wellness Month. Dr. Tobin's going to discuss her new weight loss program, and it's called Rebound Resist. Dr. Tobin, Tell us what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason that we came up with that is because we were doing some research on different supplements and things to help people when they're when they're losing weight. And what we've really determined is almost anybody can lose weight doing almost anything for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the more often somebody does something to try to lose weight, the worse it gets because the body wants to rebound. And there's a lot of studies that explain what's happening there. One of the perfect studies is a study that was done on men that already started out at a healthy weight. They had no weight problems to begin with, and they put them all on a calorie-restricted diet. And while they were on this calorie-restricted diet, they suffered all the same things the rest of us do when we're on a calorie-restricted diet. You know, they they were irritable, they felt hungry, they felt cold, weak. I mean, everything that we normally feel when we're on a calorie-restricted diet, they felt. Um, and what was interesting about the diet is they did all lose weight on a calorie-restricted diet. Every one of them did. But then when they went back to their normal diet mm-hmm. that had kept them at a normal weight for forever every one of them gained weight. Oh, wow. Because what the body does is you put it on a calorie-restricted diet and it thinks, oh, you know, we we don't have as much access to foods, so we better cut down the metabolism. And it does. So then when you go back to eating what you used to eat, your body says, well, we better continue conserving. It just doesn't just bounce back to that. And so people gain weight. And in addition, um, there have been studies that have shown that for every two pounds of weight somebody loses, their appetite increases by a hundred calories a day. Oh my goodness. So no wonder you're hungrier after you've lost weight because the body says, oh, we lost weight. So now we need to kick up that hunger signals to make you eat more because you were at a higher weight. Now you're down. There must be a problem. So that explains why everyone virtually will rebound on their weight for two for two reasons. One, your body's going to increase your appetite because you lost weight. And two, because you're you lost weight, your your metabolism is now more sluggish because your your body's trying to conserve calories because it wasn't getting fed what it was used to. So it it's it, that's why you you hear people, oh, I had this yo-yo diet and and that's it. It's, it that is a yo-yo and it's almost impossible to get out of that once you've gotten into it. So just from a normal calorie restriction, if we're just going to decrease calories and and increase exercise as our only means of weight loss, that's destined to fail long term. The other thing is, is most people, they didn't put on the weight because they just started eating a ton. Um, they, They usually have some underlying reason why we're putting on weight. And if you look statistically, um, in the 1980s, for example, the amount of overweight population we had was fairly insignificant. Each decade after the 80s, it has increased exponentially to where it was virtually unheard of. We had somebody who was obese, and we have almost 50% of our population obese now. Wow. So there's something going on, and when I look at it, 
Yes, it's it's the toxins, it's the lifestyle, it's the the foods we're being being fed, all of those kind of things. Um, so those are issues that did not need to be specifically addressed in earlier generations that have to be addressed now. So an example would be um, liver. Almost everybody I know, unless you're eating extremely clean and um, and you do a liver detox regularly, almost everybody's liver is less efficient because it's getting a little bit overwhelmed compared to what generations experienced in the past. And think of it as your liver is your major detox organ. So all of these toxins and food additives and environmental pollutants and all of those, your liver has to clear those. Well, here's one of the things we forget about the liver in that um, when when you're exposed to all these toxins and your liver is starting to get overwhelmed, it says, okay, we can't handle clearing all these toxins. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the um, the extra fat we have in the body and we're going to use that and, and encapsulate those toxins in the fat to protect us from those toxins. And then we're going to store it until at some future time we're able to clear it. So then you've you've got this fat encapsulating these toxins and it's stored. Now think about it. You try to lose weight. So you you go on calorie restriction and that fat gets released and the toxin gets re-exposed. Unless you're doing a liver cleanse at the same time or something to strengthen and nourish your liver, your liver is going to say, hey, I can't handle it. I couldn't handle it before. You didn't do anything to help me. I still can't handle it now. So wrap it back up into fat and restore it. And that's why so often you see people, they'll lose weight at first on whatever diet they're doing. Mm -hmm. They'll lose weight for a while and then it'll come to a screeching halt. And they're not able, that plateau where I can't lose anything. And and I hear it all the time. I'm virtually eating nothing and I'm working out three times a day. You know, I mean, people excessively and they're not losing any weight. Mm -hmm. And that's why you've got to nourish the liver. So in our in our weight loss system, we have things specifically for the liver um, that not just help to help it, you know, so that it can detox, but also there's been a, a large um, group of the population that we start accumulating fat in our liver when it's not when it's getting overwhelmed. We call that fatty liver. Fatty liver. Yeah, and I hear that all the time. So. Uh, we have a, a, a supplement called Liver Clear or mm-hmm. Liver CLR, which kind of helps clear the, that fat out of the liver, helps nourish the liver so it can start detoxing better. And when your liver is working better, your weight loss can 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 be improved. Um, we also have something called Complete uh, Protein Cleanse, which has got a really good collagen-based protein in it. So it's good for you know all the things you need collagen for. It's a very anti-inflammatory protein, but what it does is it also has everything in there for phase one and phase two liver detox. So it also supports the liver. And for those um, phase one liver detox just means that the liver is pulling out all those harmful metabolites. But if you just stop with phase one and you don't do phase two, Uh phase two is where that liver converts the harmful metabolites into water soluble so they can easily get flushed out. So those two together will, will help take care of the detoxing situation so that when somebody's trying to lose weight, their liver is getting the proper support it needs. Wonderful. I mean, I have a fatty liver, so, and you have me on some great stuff here. So let me tell you, <laughs> yes, it's wonderful. It, it really, it really does help. 
And um, it's kind of interesting how these are natural supplements, but when you're giving the body certain tools to work with, it can do things that it was struggling to do on its own. It just needs the extra tools. If we could get those tools in our normal diet, that would be fantastic. But we just, the way our food supply is and such, we just need a little extra oomph to get our weight back to to its original set point. And that's really what I put as the goal is getting your weight to its original set point and not doing it dieting. Dieting mm-hmm. uh, to me is a, 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 a diet is a four letter word. Right. In, right. in that when, by definition, a diet has to end. And when it ends, your weight is going to come back up. So we have also have a formula called rebound resist, and that's specifically what it's for. It helps your body's hormones rebalance so that extra appetite when you know doesn't come up. So the hormone telling your body to eat more mm-hmm. is, is is satisfied. So we don't have that extra appetite. And then it also increases your metabolism. So it helps re- reduce that rebound effect of I've I've had some weight loss and now I want to keep it off. I don't want it to come back on. So it does all the things to kind of help resist that. Um, it also has some little side benefits and that it helps a little bit with blood pressure. Um, you know, it helps with other functions as well. But um, it also helps a little bit with blood sugar regulation, which some people need additional support with blood sugar regulation when they're trying to lose weight. Um, Anybody who's had their blood sugars when they do their fasting glucose and it's, you know, in the in the 90s, 100s, 110, 120 a lot of times your MD won't say, oh, you have a problem with your blood sugar because you're not quite diabetic yet. But we want to catch it before you are diabetic and never even let you get in that realm of, of pre-diabetes. Right. And when they're talking about that type of diabetes, it's not type 1 diabetes. Type 1 is where your pancreas doesn't function correctly. You have to be on insulin because your pancreas isn't producing insulin. That's an autoimmune issue completely different from type 2. Mm-hmm. Type 2 is not hereditary. It is completely lifestyle created. So when I hear people say, oh, my dad was diabetic and now I'm going to be... No. Type 2 diabetic is 100% lifestyle created. And so it could very well be that your whole family's lifestyle leads to type 2 diabetes, but type 2 diabetes is called insulin-resistant diabetes for a reason. So picture it this way. Your insulin is produced in your pancreas, Mm -hmm. and that insulin acts like the shuttle, bringing your glucose into your cells. Your cells need glucose for energy. That's what they get their energy from. So when the glucose gets in there, they go, oh, got great energy. So if you're flooding your body with too much glucose, and the reason your body would do that is say you've got too much glucose floating around in your blood system, that can damage fine blood vessels. That's why type 2 diabetics have a lot of you know kidney problems, peripheral neuropathy, uh-huh. eye problems, because okay. it, that high blood sugar damages fine blood vessels. So it is very dangerous to have high blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the cells, when they're seeing too much um, glucose coming into it, they're like, no, we didn't, we didn't ask for all that. We don't want it. So they start closing down and becoming resistant to letting it in. Okay. So that's why we call it insulin resistant. So the cells are resistant to letting the insulin get in there. And when the cells can't get the glucose in there, 
they go, well, that we can't just let it circulate in the bloodstream because that's that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take that extra glucose and we're going to convert it to fat and store it. So here's your other fat storage mechanism. One's the liver is too toxic. The other is your blood sugars are getting up too high. So then you're going to create fat because that's how your body's going to handle that extra glucose. So when somebody goes into the doctor and the doctor says, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're type 2 diabetic or you're pre-diabetic, you need to lose weight. They're really setting them up for failure because you aren't going to lose weight until you solve the blood sugar problem first. So it's like you, 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 you're trying to put the cart before the horse and you're destined to fail. Right, right. So we do a lot to help people with the way they eat and when they eat to kind of help with the blood sugar. And then we also have specific supplementation that helps those cells become less resistant to, and so that they'll let the glucose in. Mm -hmm. But if you just take um, the supplement and you continue to have a diet that's very high in, in carbohydrates that that convert very quickly into sugar. So that would be things like bread, pasta, chips, crackers, tortillas, rice, uh, corn, all of those things. You could just will eat sugar because they convert very, very, very quickly into sugar. And if you think about it, those are the things our diet's high in. Right, right. No, it is. It is. And and we were kind of set up for failure. If you think about our original food pyramid, mm -hmm. what's all on the bottom? All of those carby things, they, you know, they, they had the pyramid set up. So you had your rice and your bread and your cereals and all of that at the very bottom. Um, I am a little irritated by that whole initial food pyramid mm -hmm. because do you know who set up the food pyramid? No. The USDA. Oh, okay. U.S. <laughs> Department of Agriculture. Culture. Created right. the food pyramid. Now th that's that's not a medical group. Mm -hmm. That is a farming marketing group, basically. So right. you know, it's so why were they creating our food pyramid? And the fact that the biggest um, consumables on that food pyramid are the very things that the U.S. Department of Agriculture produces or is trying to promote, it just seems like it wasn't even a, it, it didn't even start as a health. Right. Period. Right. It's it's kind of nutty because those are the very things that as we eat them, especially when they're made out of GMO and they're sprayed with glyphosate and, and all the problems that we have with how they're produced mm -hmm. now with mm -hmm. commercial farming versus, you know, the way farming was done years ago. Right. Um, yeah, it causes all kinds of problems for us physically. So I do tell people as far as your eating lifestyle, uh -huh. you're going to want to lifestyle-wise put much more emphasis on having like 50% of your plate be actual real vegetables, that whether it be dark leafy greens, um, mushrooms, jicama, um, uh, you know, real vegetables. Corn, I don't think of as a vegetable. That's really just a grain. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the darker the color, the better, but a lot of those foods in your diet, because those are very rich in phytonutrients mm -hmm. and they, they help your body a lot. And then I tell people to put about 25% of their plate being healthy proteins. So like the complete protein cleanse has some protein in it. Uh -huh. um, if you're doing um, animal-based proteins that I do request if as much as possible to get your animal proteins from an organic um, source so that you're not getting the hormones and the antibiotics and the things like that. Grass-fed is even Grass -fed better. Grass-fed is even better. So like beef. 
really lean, healthy yeah. beef. Okay. It's good quality. Good quality. It's organic. It's organic. Um, and if you think about it, the reason grass fed is kind of important. Mm-hmm. It, it helps the the meat give us the right omegas that we need, the good strong oh, okay. omega-3s versus if you have corn fed beef. Mm-hmm. I, I, we we used to raise animals for 4-H mm-hmm. growing up. And we knew that we when we want, when they were underweight, when it was coming time for the fair, mm-hmm. <laughs> you needed them to be up at weight, we would give them a ton of corn because that just fattened them up. Well, so that's why grass fed, aside from the right omegas, yeah, you're 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 getting beef that's eating what it normally eats. You never would see cattle, you know, running around in the cornfields eating corn. Right. <laughs> they <Yeah>. graze. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and so um, we're, we're force feeding them things just to fatten them up quickly, which that flows through to us. So, so we're eating that and we're fattening up quickly. Yes, yeah, exactly. We don't really need to be get fat faster. Right. right. It's not really a need we have. Um, so, so then I tell people to create about 13% of their plate being healthy fats. Okay. And um, if you think about 13% of a plate, that's a pretty good pie-shaped sliver of your plate. Mm-hmm. And and we tend to, when we're, we're trying to um, get back to our, our, our best body weight, we tend to look at uh, avoiding fats because we've been told fats are bad. Fats are actually very good, mm-hmm. healthy fats. So that would be um, good quality um, organic grass-fed butter, ghee, um, coconut um oil and coconut is actually healthy for you. I know there's the, the whole saturated unsaturated issue, but coconut is actually a very healthy oil. Olive oil is phenomenal for people. Um so avocados good for most people. So all of those kind of fats, your healthy fats. You want to avoid margarine like the plague. That's like poison in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um and you want to Avoid, you know, hydrogenated oils. Um, the seed oils are not not normally the best. So that kind of gives you an idea of what, what would be healthy fats. And then the last 12% sliver will be your colorful fruits. Okay. And when I say colorful, that would be your wild organic blueberries, raspberries, things like that. The fruits that are not very colorful don't give you a lot of phytonutrients, and they also tend to be very high in sugars. And So like your bananas, um, uh, melons, pineapples, things like that are very high in sugar, but don't give you a lot of phytonutrients. So I want as many phytonutrients coming in. So those would be your really nutrient dense foods. Okay. So, um, taking some, some support to help with the hunger, to help with your metabolism, nourish your liver, uh, and then get good nutrition in. You can also, if you're going to want to supplement your nutrition, you could add like powders that are made from foods like daily reds, daily greens, things like that. You could add in glucose, um, metabolism if if the blood sugar is an issue. And if the blood sugar is an issue, then I will really have people monitor their their glucose themselves each morning. Just check your fasting glucose. And it's shocking for people because when you go and you get your blood work done, you know, every six months or so, and then you're like, huh, it's hot. Well, I'll be careful and I'll eat good. But you don't really know if what you're doing is working. And then you go back in six months and you're like, huh, it's a little bit worse. How'd that happen? Right. And so if it, you can buy the little glucose monitors at, you know, any department, you know, pharmacy or wherever, they're not expensive, but just check your fasting glucose each morning. And 
that will give you an idea if what you've done the previous day between your diet and exercise, mm-hmm. if, if it's keeping it low. And you'd like to see that be maybe in the 80s. And, okay. and so monitor that. I have quite a few people who um, have been able to get those continuous glucose monitors, which they just put on their arm. Mm-hmm. And it gives them a continuous reading of what's going on with their glucose. And that's much easier than pricking your finger every morning. Right. And it also gives you, you know, a very relevant, you know, continuous information. And some for some people, even if their insurance won't cover it, it's worth it for a couple months to just pay for those because you replace them about every two weeks mm-hmm. to to be able to see what's going on with me. And and but if you actually have a a medical condition where you have been identified as type two diabetic, your insurance should cover it with no problem. And and I would advocate for that. So the beauty with those is that let's say you have your lab work and you see your doctor and the doctor says, well, you know, you look like you're maybe pre-diabetic. But if you on your own start monitoring your fasting, your first morning glucose, your numbers, and you start really changing your diet and your exercise and how you eat and getting on you some of your supplements, you can avoid eventually having to get on all the diabetic medications, which are another mess. Absolutely. I'm and I completely advocate for that because by the time you're noticing it's going up a little bit and I tell people actually look at your own blood results because oftentimes your doctor will look at it well they're dealing with really sick people. Right. So yours may look just fine from their viewpoint of they're they're not critical there's no nothing big here I'll mention that it's getting a little high but they don't put much emphasis on it because they compared to the other patients they're seeing this mm-hmm. isn't all that bad. Right. Um, but look at your own numbers because when you see your numbers and you're like, wow, I'm 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 at one ten, one oh five, one. You know, it's low from a doctor's perspective, but from my perspective, if I'm not at eighty in my eighties, mm-hmm. well, then I, I know I'm I'm creating a problem. Right. I know I'm not going to be able to keep my weight under control when my blood sugars start to rise like that. So right. then I'm going to be packing on weight. And the other component that we hadn't really talked much about that happens a lot with women is the hormone issue. Um, stress okay. creates, um, our adrenals produce cortisol. Cortisol puts on, you know, it's that stress hormone that creates belly fat. If your estrogen and progesterone levels are off, your, your energy is going to be off. The, the hormone component is huge from a female standpoint when it comes to weight loss. Okay. So when, when I hear women say, oh, yeah, I've been putting on weight because it's, I was just kind of getting older. No, 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 no. Don't, don't accept that just because I'm getting older, I'm going to be tired and I'm going to be fat. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not the way we're designed. Right. We're right. designed to be healthy and then just go out like a light bulb when we're done. Right. Um so um anytime you're you're like, wow, I'm just packing on the pounds and I and I haven't changed anything, mm-hmm. that's your body's way of saying mm-hmm. something is off, whether it's your thyroid or or another hormone, let's look and see what it is and fix that. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I call it rebound resistant, because when you fix the underlying issue, you're not going to rebound. Because the body isn't going to be trying to create this this heavier you for one reason or another. Because the weight that that you feel the healthiest at mm-hmm. is really the weight your body you want want your body to want you at. Right. So once you've solved the underlying issue, it is completely rebound resistant because you've created a whole new lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I um, this is this is my thing that I that I learned 
um, in, in helping patients because one of the things I was talking with a, a young, young gal recently and she was a little nervous. She's, she's going off to college and she, um, she says, well, will I be able to, um, to make these changes, you know, because I'm, I'm going away to school. And I said, this is the perfect time because you are creating a new life for yourself. You don't have any of the baggage. Nobody knows, you know, has expectations of you. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's just like a smoker, somebody who has been smoking their whole life. Mm-hmm. If they introduce themselves or somebody says, you want a cigarette? And, and they say, oh, no, I'm trying to quit. Well, then they're a smoker trying to quit. If when somebody offers them a cigarette, they say, oh, I'm a no- I don't smoke. They are a non-smoker. It, their identity is I'm a non-smoker. Mm-hmm. So if you create your own identity, it's not like somebody I'm trying to lose weight. Right. Um, but I am I I am a healthy eater. I am, uh, you know, uh, that is what I am. That is who I am. I am a healthy eater. I'm not struggling. That's just who I am. And create that new identity for yourself, then your whole body just flows into that. You you don't want to fight yourself. Right. And I have to say and let everyone know that I first-hand knowledge here because Dr. Tobin's been wonderful with me. She has been guiding me. She uh, did some lab work for me, ordered some lab. The lab came back. She sat down very patiently with me, I may add, and we went through all my lab and she told me, this is what's going on um, and let's do X, Y, and Z. And yes, my blood sugars were a little bit high. She said, but we can reverse that. And just what she talked about right now is what she's doing with me. So I have firsthand knowledge of what's going on. You know, um, fatty liver. Yes, I've been told that for a long time. Okay, you're fat and that's why your liver's fat. Quote, unquote. That's what my doctor oh, told me. <laughs> yeah. That's pathetic. Yeah. That's so I walked out there that's thinking, okay, Okay, well, I've got a fat liver and I'm fat. But um, Dr. Tobin did the opposite. She said, we're just going to take care of this. So we're going to do it the right way, the holistic way, and the healthy way. And Gloria, you're not fat. We just need to get you in shape. Get that thought out of your head. We're just going to get you better. Because I was tired all the time, sluggish, had the energy. By a couple of hours, I was done. And she was great. She noticed that and she took interest and she's just been amazing with me and guiding me through this. And you've been doing fantastic. Thank you. So I am trying the complete protein cleanse. I love it. Um, And I'm on everything else and daily greens and the daily reds and the lipid for, you know, everything else. And so, uh, but this new rebound resist, I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, she just like leaped yesterday when when we got it. So (laughs) we're really excited. And of course, this being National Wellness Month, we really wanted to talk about this today because we are having more and more women coming in with this issue. And, you know, they try certain things and they stop. And we did have a lovely lady come in and say, I'm getting, taking these diet pills and I can't do it anymore. It's just not working for me. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, she's now going to be working holistically, but um, the right way to kind of care for her body so there's no more plateau. So I'm really excited. It's, it's. I really feel for women. They 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 work so hard to to lose weight and and follow everything, and then oftentimes they do lose. But then when it comes back, it's it's like we beat ourselves up, and we don't recognize that that is the the predictable future because that's the way the body's wired. So unless you address why the rebound is going to happen. 
when you're in the process of getting your body back to its ideal weight, you are almost destined to have it come back on. And, and that, I hate to see that with women because it's, it's just, it's crushing when you go through mm -hmm. all that work and then it comes back on. And people look at you like, well, you obviously are, you know, not, not doing something right. Well, it's true. They're not doing something right, but they're doing everything they've been told. Right. So that's kind of why I really love to work with people and help them have the knowledge so that they can get their health back because mm -hmm. we all want to be healthy. Right. And we deserve to be healthy and, you know, get ourselves healthy in the correct way, in the right way. Right. So I'm excited for this Rebound Resist. Um, I know Dr. Tobin's really excited. And again, for National Wellness Month, and it's just not a month, it's every day. It's every Absolutely. month. It's 365. And we just want everyone here at Tobin Holistic Medicine, we want our listeners to reach out to us if they have any questions. You can reach Dr. Tobin and us here at the office. The phone number is 714-256-2287. Her website is www.tobinholisticmedicine.com. You can e even schedule an appointment from the website if you'd like to come in for a consultation to see Dr. Tobin. And our Instagram page is at Tobin Holistic Medicine. Um, you would just, I would just really ask everyone, give us a call. Let's come in and meet Dr. Tobin. Um, you know, that way you can start taking care of you. Uh, self-care, self-love, you're worthy of being healthy and strong mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, it's your time. So Dr. Tobin, is there anything you want to say to our listeners. What you just said, amen. That's all I have to say. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, Tobin Holistic Medicine, Dr. Mary Tobin. Reach out to us at 714-256-2287. And now I just answer the phone and make your appointment. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful and blessed weekend. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you're also a woman entrepreneur to support our cause and would like to be considered on this podcast, please reach out to us. We would love to connect we see you. We want to connect, empower, and inspire others. So please call or text or even fax 949-793-8781 or our Instagram is Worthy Wellness Inc. Like I-N-C. Hope to hear from you and thank you for listening.